Well, welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Today is episode 86, and I am so grateful to share with you a friend of mine and today's guest, Lisa Turnbull. So Lisa has an incredible story to share, and specifically the past about 30 years of her life is what we are going to focus on today. So a quick background, and she's going to go way more in depth because we talked for about an hour, but Lisa is a powerhouse mom, a wife, an entrepreneur, a managing director for the Shreveport, Louisiana chapter of the Polka Dot Powerhouse Women's Connect Group, and that's where we met. And what people don't know about Lisa, because she she does a ton of stuff, is that she's recently overcome... Well, she had okay. She had brain surgery about two years ago, and so we she's just hit her two year mark on recovery from that. And so we are going to dive into what that was. So what her symptoms were coming through, which she started off with headaches and migraines, which is what a lot of people have these days. So I want you to listen to this and her story and see if what you're going through maybe needs to be you know, looked at a little bit further because she shares a lot of these proactive actions that she went through to figure out, okay, what's going on with me and why does this, you know, I have this gut feeling that something's not right. Um, I mean, she's been through it all, you guys, from find, you know, having these headaches and being sick on her 16th anniversary, this morphed into migraines, she ended up going to the hospital and had some neurological reactions like allergic reactions in a neurological fashion to some of the initial painkillers that she was given and then eventually she decided to get an MRI which showed that she had hydrocephalus which is fluid on the brain which isn't quite draining properly so she talks about all this and integrated with all of that she ends up with this other struggle of weight gain from a sugar addiction after she has had this surgery and is recovering. So it's a crazy amazing story. I'm so thrilled that she is sharing with you this journey that she's been on. That way, if you are going through something similar, or if you know somebody who's going through something similar, you can share this episode with that person. I know that for me and what I like to put out on this podcast are those stories of hope and optimism. That way you know that you're not the only person who has had to battle through something and that if somebody else has made it through, then you can too. So that is what we're going to share with you today. I'm so excited. And last quick side note here, we did record this interview in a coffee shop. So while you can very well hear our discussion, there's also a good bit of background noise and some Christmas music. So just giving you a heads up with that. Uh, thank you to Retro521 in Bossier City, Louisiana for letting us come in and record this epic story. And without further ado, please welcome Lisa Turnbull. <laughs> Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Don't 
Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. I'm your host and I'm your resource for fitness, food, and travel. And today I'm really excited to have my friend Lisa with me. And Lisa is a friend and a mentor to me. And I met her through a business networking group called the Polkadot Powerhouse. And not only does she inspire myself and many other women in the Shreveport um, area in Louisiana, Northwest Louisiana, um, through this group and her business, but she's got a really, really cool story, and I cannot wait for her to share it with you. She has overcome so much, and recently a really special two-year um, anniversary of something that she's going to talk about, and so you're going to be inspired, you're going to move forward and be able to take action steps with your life because of her story, and she's just going to give you a ton of hope and action steps to move forward, so I can't wait to dive in and just share all this information. So Lisa, thank you so much for being here and I can't wait. Thank you, Danny. I'm so glad to be here and to share with share with you and share with uh, all of your audience uh, my story and just uh, the way God has worked in my life. God is good. And I'm, <laughs> every day I become more and more thankful and um, you never know how things are going to turn out, but having that faith, having that hope is... Um, essential. <laughs> yes, yes. So we're going to dive in and start with a rapid fire quick question round. So it doesn't have to be a one word answer, but as quick as possible. Okay. All right. You can handle it. I, I can. It. <laughs> I got it. Okay. So where were you born and raised? I was born in Chicago, Illinois, and I was raised in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Okay. So you didn't stay there long then. No, uh, I was, we were there a couple of years and then we came back to my dad's hometown. Awesome. Okay, so Chicago to Louisiana. And where do you live now? I live in Shreveport, Louisiana. Okay, so again, Northwest Louisiana, for those of you who aren't familiar. And what is your favorite part about the Christmas season? Because that is when we're recording this. This is, uh, it's December 4th, if anybody is uh, listening to this later on. I love giving. Um, it's not a natural gift I have, being generous, I wouldn't say, but I love giving. And one of the things I love about Christmas is I get to start thinking about who I want to give to, what I want to give them, and it's a whole process for me, and I love that. I also love a good deal, and Ooh. so there's all sorts of sales going on, so it, you know, it combines those two things, yes. me getting to be generous and me saving money. Oh, I, I love, love it. that, and it's, I'm so intrigued that you said it's not like a natural thing for you to be so generous, so I want to touch back on that later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like there was some growth there. There you know? it is. Uh, okay, so favorite hobby outside of work? Favorite hobby. I love to have conversations. So you do. I do. I love to hook up with people and visit and talk. That is my favorite thing. When I was little, I would, oh, this is going into the one thing. But when I was little, I would go find old people to talk to. No. Yes. That's hysterical. I would go and I, when we moved to Baton Rouge, I started knocking on doors. I was like you did three it. or four years old oh and God. I was knocking on doors to find old people so I could ask them a story to tell me stories about their life oh my god that's that's amazing i love that i don't think i have, most people don't have the courage to do that as as a kid uh, or as yeah. an adult that's, <laughs> now i know why you started um doing what you're doing so, yes that's i love so talking funny. to my children and hearing their stories i love talking to friends i love talking to strangers and hearing their stories yes um, and just 
so much makes sense right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're going to circle back on that too. Okay, Okay, so favorite type of fitness? Favorite type. Right now, I love walking the dogs. So So we have two medium-sized dogs, and um, I never walked them before my surgery. After my Mm -hmm. surgery, I needed to get back in shape, and so I started walking them. And they are so excited to go walking. It's my motivation and my celebration. It is. You know, it's you know when you go to the health club, it's just kind of just grind it out. And Mm -hmm. but they're my motivation to to do it, and then they're my little happy reward after doing it. They're just so happy the whole time. Do they know like the words like walk or outside and do they go crazy when you say them? Actually, they know when I'm getting dressed, how I'm getting dressed, what I'm getting dressed in and how I walk in my tennis shoes. They're perceptive. Oh my goodness. It's almost annoying. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I don't know that, well, our our Belgian, our biggest dog, he knows if my husband's getting ready for work because he'll go and he'll either jump on top of his kennel or he'll go lay in it because he knows. But the other two love going for walks. And if I say, like, do you want to go for a walk? Their energy, like, they start going crazy. Like, they can't stop moving. They can't wait to get the leash and the collar on. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And, yeah. they, they get that way slowly. They see me getting into my walking clothes, you know, my little exercise. They start getting a little excited. And then um, I put on my tennis shoes. They're more excited. I start walking, and if I'm walking a certain way, they're just like, yeah, beside themselves. And oh my God. So, yeah. Yeah. I want to see a video of that. It's hysterical. If I could take a video and do what, you know, and do it at the same time, I've thought about videoing it. It's yeah. so funny. Oh, I love that. I love it. But then they also know when I'm getting dressed to go to go to leave to go to work or go mm-hmm. meet somebody. They can tell that too, and they just go to the door and wait for me to let them out out wow. in the backyard. They are so smart. Oh, that's so good. I love that. I love that. Um, okay, so favorite type of food? Cheese. <laughs> cheese. Any kind of cheese. Blue cheese. Cheddar cheese, feta cheese, 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 <laughs> melted, not melted, brie cheese. I love cheese. And I know it's not what I'm supposed to say, but I love it. No, cheese. that is what you're supposed to say. My, I was, that was, okay. My favorite food is pizza. So there's cheese on that. Cheese, the yes. Part, but, yes. Um, and if there's not cheese on pizza, I'm sorry. That's just not, not pizza. pizza, right? I get it. I get it. Okay. Uh, favorite place to travel. Okay, so my favorite destination with my family on an annual basis is the beach. Okay. I love the beach because it's relaxing, it's beautiful, there's just something huge, humongous about it that's, you know, bigger than you. But I have traveled all over and I love going to a new place. So um, I've been to England and uh, Spain, I've been to um, Scotland and Wales, Zimbabwe and Italy. That's so cool. Canada, Mexico. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, just going to a new place. I love just seeing the big world. And love to go to France and Australia. Yeah. What's What's your next trip? My, our next trip is to North Carolina. Okay. For my husband's family. For Christmas? <laughs> for or, Christmas, okay. yes. Perfect. Okay. So it'll be good. We'll go up in the mountains and go skiing Ooh. at some point. Yeah. And that's his goal for this this vacation. So oh, that'll, that'll be nice. Be, that'll be a lot of fun. Yes. And get out of our, this humid cold. Yes. <laughs> our next true touristy thing that I want to do is to go to the Grand Canyon. I have mm. not been to the Grand Canyon ever. Wow. I've been to Victoria 
Falls. Okay. But I have not been to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. I'm well, like, that's it's just not must, acceptable. Yeah. It's not. You have to do that then. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Next quick fire question is, what is something you have struggled with recently and been able to work through? I know it might be hard to answer that quickly. <laughs> right, right. Um, I think that most recently, I, I mean, if we can talk about it in two years, I, I have, right. I've been the same weight. I was the same weight from the time I was in high school all the way up until I was over 45. I was, you know, within 10 pounds, mm -hmm. more or less. Um, and after my surgery, I gained 20 pounds in three weeks. Wow. And so um, trying to get my body back <laughs> has been has been a struggle. And um, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm I'm making progress, which is mm -hmm. the exciting thing. So it's progress in any way, any small form. Right, you have to really embrace it and give yourself the credit where credit is due. Right, and there's just multiple things going into the weight gain, and you know, people say you don't gain weight overnight, and I'm like, um, I did. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. Did you see my skill? Because I have the proof. Right. I went. I went. Uh, it was so funny because the week we went away for for Thanksgiving. I fit into the clothes I packed were loose on me when I went and didn't fit me when I on the way home a oh week later. Oh my gosh. I mean that's, that's how like fast heartbreaking it was. for anybody yeah. that you know it you was, don't have time to buy new clothes. They just one day didn't fit. <laughs> they just didn't fit. I, I had to wear long and luckily I have plenty of long shirts because I couldn't but zip up my pants. Oh <laughs> my gosh. So bad. And and well the way that clothing fits that's such a huge just a huge measuring point for so right. many people. So right. wow I can't wait to dive into that. That'll yeah. probably be our first uh, deep dive topic. But um, we have two more quick questions. Okay. So what is exciting for you right now? There's lots of sales going on. <laughs> the sales. <laughs> We're back to the holiday season. <laughs> back to the holiday season. So have you gotten your Christmas shopping done? Yes. Okay. Almost all of it. It has not all arrived yeah. in the mail, but. Wow, you are on top of things. I have not started mine yet. I've made lists. That's about as far as I've gotten. I need to. I look, you know, with Black Friday, I like to have pretty much everything done by Cyber Month, end of Cyber Monday. Oh, wow. Yeah, you are a planner. Uh, I like a sale. <laughs> there you go. We've got the, you like a sale. Okay. Um, and what are you grateful for today? What am I, I am grateful for... Um, I'm grateful for the sunshine this morning. Yes, it was beautiful out. It is beautiful. I'm grateful to be breathing. I'm grateful for my children and my family. Um, I'm grateful for my health. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. Simple things and things Simple that we have things. to be grateful for every single day because we don't know how long we've got them for. So. Right. And honestly, those are the things you miss the most when you don't have them. It's very true. And yeah, we take those things for granted. We really do. Okay, so so deep diving. Um, let's let's dive into the health part. I think the most intriguing thing here is we've mentioned a couple times now that you had a pretty monumental is that a word? Monumental <laughs> surgery about two years ago, and you've recently come up on your two-year anniversary of you know coming through that. So can you give us a little bit of an insight to what was going on and what you have powered through? Sure, sure. So um, I had been noticing for about probably a year and a half, two years, that you just things didn't seem right. Now I'm also middle-aged, so you know, everybody's like, well, it's, that's just normal for middle-aged. I'm like, okay. But I, um, it got to the point where I, I decided I needed to take a leave of absence from my career 
my full-time career and I stepped back so that I could take care of my family. It had gotten to the point where I felt like it was an either-or. I can either have a career and ignore my family or I can take care of my family. And mm -hmm. ultimately, I was like, I've got to focus on my family. Mm -hmm. um, my career, they can find somebody to take my place there. My family can't find another mom right. or wife. Yeah. So, um, so I stepped back and I was doing that, but I really didn't feel a relief of the symptoms. And so I was like, this is crazy. I'm doing my spiritual, you know, devotions and prayers. I'm doing my exercising. I'm doing, you know, I'm trying to do everything to, um, to take care of myself better. And it just wasn't, it wasn't getting worse, but it wasn't getting better. And um, then about eight months into that, a little over eight months into that, I started having, well, and my husband says I was having more increased headaches. Okay. And I don't remember, you know, it kind of was a headache and I'd ignore it, you know, that kind of, right? Well, we went in all ways, you know, not had enough caffeine or I didn't get enough sleep or we, we rationalize it with something else that we've done exactly. or haven't done. Exactly. Yeah. And so I was just constantly doing that. But on our anniversary in August, the, the day of our anniversary, I had this just crippling headache and I made it through dinner. We had a nice dinner at home. I made it through dinner and I said, girls, y'all have to clean the dinner. I've got to go to bed. And I woke up the next morning throwing up because the headache was so bad. Um, and go, ended up going, I was, got worried I was going to be dehydrated and I was scared. And so um, went to the quick care mm -hmm. and they gave me thinner again. For, to keep me from throwing up, and we found out I'm allergic to Fenergan. Uh, we didn't know it then, though, because all it did was I just I kept throwing up. I mean, it just wasn't oh, working. That was the allergic reaction. No, so. no, no, no. That was just part of it. Oh gosh. So um, I was just and but I couldn't. I could not go to the bathroom for them. So they were like, "You're already dehydrated. We want you to go to the hospital, to the mm -hmm. ER." So I went there, and. There they took an um, they took a CAT scan and they um, and they were working with me and apparently at some point I remember the CAT scan and waiting but I don't remember anything after the CAT scan and apparently after the CAT scan I was begging for more Fenergan and oh. so they gave me another shot of Fenergan I have no recollection from the CAT scan on wow. until uh, over 24 hours. But you were up and functioning. But I was functioning, and finally my husband went, she's not acting like herself. And so they admitted me and got a neurosurgeon. And um, so apparently Fenergan does something neurological to me. Wow. And basically it was like I was really drunk. If You know how when some yeah. people drink too much, they, mm -hmm. they're functioning, but they won't remember anything. Right. And that's basically that's gotta be how such a bizarre like aftermath to say, well, what happened? Yes. I said, what? I it said, what? Really, really weird. Um, and so, uh, yeah, especially to wake up to the nurse talking to you it, when I finally really came to, the nurse was talking to me about something I don't remember. And after a few minutes, she goes, you really are sweet. And I'm like, oh, good. Uh-oh. Oh, goodness. I am sweet. <laughs> what was I before? <laughs> oh, no. Just it, and that's um, being very sensitive to toxins, and mm -hmm. that's what I consider Fenergan as some chemical that uh, they mm -hmm. try to, to and that help. And it helps. They're like people don't get allergic to Fenergan. I'm like, 
Well, <laughs> um, I am the exception. Yeah. I may not, I may not die because yeah. of it, but yeah, wow. um, I have a neurological reaction. Um, so it, that really scared me, mm-hmm. and that actually put me way back because it was I. Um, I had headaches and I could not get off the couch. From that point on, I was non-functioning with the headaches and um, just really an aftermath of having that get in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, that probably lasted a good two weeks in my body. Uh, that it, it can was, last that long. I, all I know is I felt just the effects of it. I don't know the science okay. about it, but yeah. I know that it was like. I'll, it was like a hangover for two weeks. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know. I didn't know if it was the medicine or if it was whatever was going wrong with me. Yeah. And now looking back, I can say after two weeks, I was I got better. So I would. So did um, they just send you home? They after well after I, they was lucid and the neurologist yeah. <laughs> signed off on me. After I could finally say my husband was my husband and he was the neurologist. <laughs> yeah. And they had those facts right. straight. <laughs> Once I had those facts straight, they, they let me they let me go home. Um, but they still hadn't figured out what it was, what was going on with me. And so um, it was another it was it was me constantly going and seeing different doctors to figure out what's going on um, I had to be very proactive yeah uh, they wanted to say that it was migraines um, which I can see why they thought it was it was crushing headaches um, but that was kind of an easy answer and I just yeah. had a gut response that that's not what this is right and you have to trust your gut when that thing to. comes through you know you have to have to um, I know doctors are marvelous they know so much but they they don't they're not inside your body yeah and there's things that they that they can miss there's things that they aren't thinking of yeah Um, and so as as someone who's middle-aged there are not many people diagnosed with what I have so Mm -hmm. it was not on their radar right um I pushed I I reached out to Facebook Mm-hmm. And just said, here's what's going on, you know. And I got recommendations for those who had migraines. I got recommendations from those who said, look into this, look into that. And the biggest thing my father-in-law and many on the on Facebook said was get an MRI. Yeah. That will tell you. And um, so I got an MRI and they discovered that I had, that I had hydrocephalus. Okay. And normally you think of babies with that or... Uh, you're elderly with that and it's can you um, give us anybody listening who doesn't know what hydrocephalus is a quick description yes yes so it's fluid on the brain okay. and what it is is that you're um, you always have fluid going through your brain to keep it right to keep it functioning properly um, but it's supposed to drain out mm-hmm. and there's times where the places it drains out are clogged or too small for it to drain properly um, in the babies it's usually a blocked something blocked and so it can't drain at all um, for your elderly, it's that their bodies have stopped regulating and, and are pushing too much fluid and not draining for it to drain out properly. Okay. So, um, but middle-aged, they have no clue why it happens to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like you can do a whole lot of research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, Facebook is probably, strangely enough, the best way because you're looking for other people's yeah. testimonies and stories and you're like, has somebody else been through this? Right. <laughs> right. And I actually found someone that I know that had been through it like really? years before. Wow. So it was really helpful to me. Um, how fortunate that 
you know, there was that strange connection, right. you know, right. not, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, yes, as long as we both had to go through it, it yes. was nice to, to be able to hook up on Facebook and just learn more from, from him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, I had a blockage, and it was not as bad as it could be, but it was definitely affecting, by the time I got it diagnosed, it was already affecting my eyesight, which is very scary and that's actually how I got in to see the doctor as fast as I as I did at that point that becomes a serious you know right want to see you it's beyond migraines once once there's they're concerned about nerve damage in the eye that everything else in your brain can kind of go back to the way it was Mm -hmm. nerve damage to the eye does not if you lose your eyesight you lose your eyesight if your eyes get worse they stay worse so um that they went ahead and saw me pretty quick for that, and um, and so they and they have to leave it to you because again, it's so unknown. The surgeon was like, "Well, do you want to have sur- is surgery worth worth the, the what's going on? Um, surgery, it's really it was um, endoscopic third ventricular, and where they go into the middle of the brain and they just poke a hole." so that the fluid can drain out. Very simple, and I use quotation marks, Yeah. Um, because it also takes a very steady hand, which neurosurgeons have proven to have, but and it's simple if it goes correctly. Right. If something goes wrong, though, the words were, it's catastrophic. <laughs> you don't want to hear those words from your surgeon. Right. Or any doctor. Right. Ever. Right. So you have to decide, is it is it worth having the surgery? Mm-hmm. And um, so it definitely was. I couldn't function right as, as a mother. I was still, I was sleeping two thirds of the day. I was on the, when I wasn't sleeping, I was sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. I couldn't trust my legs to hold me up. Your quality of life my, was not there. Right. Quality of life was not there. And I couldn't, I couldn't be the mother for my children that I wanted to be. Right. So um, I had the surgery. It went great. Um, it was it was election day. Oh my! <laughs> it was election day. So, um, so yeah. Uh, and I've been recovering since. The um, I think the best thing for me, you know, talking about mind, body, and soul spiritually, I had been reading some some great books and. Uh, Brother Lawrence's book, Practicing the Presence of God, okay. was one I had read right before getting sick, and it really helped me just find God in the in the suffering. He talks a lot about finding God in the suffering and finding God in just the everyday. And so just to, um, to know that God was with me was really helpful and gave me a lot of peace so that I don't know that I was scared. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted... I didn't want to die, but I wasn't scared about that. Um, but I wanted to be there for my family. Well, it sounds like you know you had done some of that work beforehand, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I haven't done a lot of the research on it, but I've heard that it's out there that if you have that mindset of like, I have things to do, I trust and I have faith in God because he's put me here to do something and it's not my time to go yet. You kind of, you have that peace going into those things, like those right. surgeries or those big events, because you just know like, I've got something else to do. You right. know, this story is going to be told, and it's going to help other people, but there's something else beyond this. Yes, yes. I still put our finances in order so that somebody could come behind me and <laughs> do something well, if we needed that's, to. You know, that's smart just in case. Right, you know, right. You don't want to do that, but you would rather do that and not, you know, have to deal with the aftermath later. Exactly. So, um, and then like I said, 
two weeks after my surgery, I was actually coming off of the painkillers. And, um, and apparently those painkillers kind of mess with your brain, I would imagine, <laughs> apparently. And this particular one, um, hydrocodone, Tylenol, um, it, uh, I probably went off it too quickly. I probably didn't wean myself properly. I'm not good at weaning myself slowly off of anything. You're like, cold turkey, I don't want it anymore. I am a do or die. <laughs> I mean, do it or don't do it. There's yeah. not a whole lot of in between. To me, I weaned myself off. Looking back, I probably like, yeah, could have done that differently. <laughs> could have done it slower. But what it left me with was a, um, a sugar addiction. Oh. And so when I was on vacation was when I was winning, when I weaned myself off and I started, I've never had a sugar addiction. Can you explain to us like what I was, was going on? I was craving sugar. I was anything, I was looking for sweets, I was looking for anything. So Juice, like you were just like, sweets. I need to go get some candy. I need to like go to a restaurant. Like what was, I was just searching the cupboards. We had bought a bunch of stuff at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. I would search the cupboards for sweets mm -hmm. and I was finding and you know finally I ate all the sweets so then I was drinking juices oh my gosh never and, and were you like what did you notice this was happening were you aware of of this as it was going on and kind of going like this isn't normal but I want it yeah yes, yes I did and but I was also walking more so I thought well I'm exercising it's so, balancing out you know, I'm walking on the beach <laughs> and I'm doing these things that I haven't exercised I haven't gone for a walk I hadn't gone for a walk in three months. Right. You know, maybe longer. Wow. So it's like, I'm exercising more. It should be fine. Yeah. Um, but apparently I had gone into starvation mode is what I look back on. And my yeah. my body had already been feasting on my muscles. And yeah. so I think it saw me exercising and went, oh, we've got to store, we've got to get a lot of extra food in here because yeah. she's not going to be eating. Right. You got, your body got so used to the lack of activity and probably yes. lack of food. And lack of food. Um, that, that, that change was huge yes and then it wasn't even a healthy change so right. as far as the food went well so. you didn't even know that that was a thing that you were going to have to prepare for or you right. could have taken measures to not have the sugar around exactly you know? or at least had i realized what was going on mm -hmm. i think i could have controlled those urges at least yeah just shake your circumstances better. a little better mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow okay so how long did your sugar binge i guess you could call it go on like I know you said you gained 20 pounds in two weeks, three weeks? Two in weeks. three weeks, and then another 10 pounds in about three or four more weeks. And so do you, is that correlated simply to the overeating of, of the extra sugary substances? I or is so. there something now, else? I did, I did start, now, and also remember this was, this started at Thanksgiving and then we had, you know, was going into Christmas. So it was times oh, when man. sugar is around more yeah. often anyway. Oh, that was just a bad setup as far as <laughs> bad, bad. Yeah. Um, so I, what I did is one of the things I love in February, um, they come up with these gummies that are heart shaped uh -huh. and, and sweet tart heart shaped gummies. Okay, okay. Those are probably one of my favorite candies. Okay. Sweet tarts, this is a plug for you. Ah. <laughs> you can send me a check. Um, <laughs> not sponsored, but you not know, sponsored. potentially could be sponsored. But if you want me to, if you want to sponsor me, I'm, I'm free. Yeah. Um, so what I did was I bought those and I, whenever I had a sugar craving, I would take one of those. Or mm. I, I started with like, I would take six or something like that yeah and I would have six and then the next day I would only allow myself to have four 
Okay. Next day I would only eat it. But, and then I got down to whenever I'd ha have a sugar craving, I'd have one. Mm -hmm. And that's how I weaned myself. Okay. There's a lot of self-discipline. Yeah. And I still crave sweets more than I used to okay. prior to my surgery. Yeah. Two years later. But it's controlled now it's mm -hmm. it's a totally different it, right well, we wouldn't call it an addiction it and yeah and it's you, now a craving yeah wow so now okay so you put on those pounds how did you get them off that has been a much longer harder journey mm -hmm. so the first I started with um, with some great products that lots of people have had wonderful success on and um, and I saw some. I lost about five pounds, but I, I when I went on vacation or something, I couldn't maintain it, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. And then um, and I couldn't figure out what was I. I just knew my body wasn't acting normal, mm -hmm. and so. You know, if you just use weight loss products or try to eat less or even just manage your calories. Yeah, well, it's just not, it's not enough for the whole person concept to just eat less, exercise more. It's simply not. It doesn't work, you know. Right. It's right. great as a generic concept, but there's so much more to a person. Exactly. Than, yeah. And so finally, um, I guess in just the last year, I figured out actually the last nine months or something, I figured out that um, I started taking some probiotics and some digestive enzymes and um, because I was like, okay, things aren't working. I'm exercising more. I'm eating right. I'm doing those macronutrients. I'm doing the calories. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do and it's not working. You right. know, it's nothing. I might go down a couple pounds. They're hard five pounds and that's just not how my, I mean, I know lots of people struggle with that their whole lives. Yeah. It's not my normal body and who right. I was prior. And so it's like, there's got to be something more. So, um, I started taking some probiotics and digestive enzymes and to see if I could get my gut back. I was like, well, maybe it's gut issues, you know, taking all this. Yeah. Well, and so for those of you listening, we're, we're looking at a bunch of Modere products, which that is the company that Lisa now, you know, she sells these, but explain to us, like, what was your step in, in the research behind like, Hey, okay, we're at this okay. point, I'm doing all these things right, nothing's working. How did you end up with, like, these are the products that I want to try, you I know? know? So great. So first, I've actually been using um, the Modere skincare for about four years now. Okay, so well before right. your because I've always surgery. been concerned about toxins. My dad has environmental illness, and so always worried about toxins and chemicals mm -hmm. and stuff. And when I learned that there was skincare that didn't use things that are that harmful for you yeah um, I was like oh I'm all about that and then I tried it and I loved it okay so I was like and it works okay Great. so it was already a company that you had just tried and tried and trusted tried and trusted okay and so when I when I first started trying to lose weight I started an exercise program like mm -hmm. everyone while I was doing push-ups and, and I guess having gained weight my shoulder wasn't strong enough and I'm doing push-ups and I hurt my shoulder it was okay. the third mm -hmm. time I actually have hurt my shoulder the other two times it took almost a year for it to get back to normal wow that's a lengthy recovery time for it, something like a push-up you know it is it is and very frustrating I mean it was so bad it hurt worse this time than it had the other two times I couldn't pick up a gallon of milk 
I, it kept me awake at night. It hurt so bad. And my friend who, um, who I got the skincare through, she messaged me and was like, you know, we've just come out with this um, liquid collagen mm-hmm. that um, helps with joints, and would you like to give it a try? I was like, I will try whatever. Yeah, give <laughs> yeah. me anything. I will try anything yes. at this point. So, um, so I tried it, and I mean... Now they say you know not give it ninety days to see full results, but I will tell you within two weeks I could feel a difference. I won't say it was great, it was perfect or anything, but I could feel a difference. I could sleep through the night within two weeks. And how long had you not been sleeping through the night? A couple months. Yeah, it's, yeah. You're <laughs> awfully tired. <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh my gosh, I can sleep. I mean, I still have some pain, but I can sleep through the night. And, yeah. Um, within another couple weeks, I could pick up the milk without screaming. You know, and pick up the I don't remember stuff either, so I would always pick it up with my left hand instead of my right hand. And, and just forget. I would forget, oh. and then I'd go, ow, oh, and, and have then to you put would it be down. reminded. <laughs> right, right. You'd think after two months I could figure that out, three months, but no. Oh. But so um, the liquid biocell just, I mean, it did wonders. And then not only that, but I have, um, they had to shave some hair. Sure. Yeah. For the surgery, and um, because it's a, Collagen, hyaluronic acid, um, chondroitin sulfate matrix. Ooh, say that five times fast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's it's a one molecule, and it goes in and it helps. So it helps with your hair, your um, your nails, your skin, your joints, pretty much anywhere that you need lubrication, anywhere collagen. So it kind is. of like is it an adaptogen of sorts? It just kind of goes where your body like exactly. Is okay. Exactly. Okay. And so um, and it just goes throughout your body. So. Um, it helped so not only was I was taking it for my shoulder but it helped my hair grow back faster and healthy and I was told that your hair normally doesn't grow back the same as the rest of your hair when you get oh, it shaved. Yeah, I've heard that too. And or going through any sort of a right. chemical radiation treatment, you know, if you have straight hair you might it might come back curly. Curly. Right. Something like that, right. yeah. Um, but it's come back just all the way all on, the, <laughs> the way the rest of it has. It's grown back nice and thick and full, and it's grown fairly quickly. Uh, so amazing. Yes, yeah. So a little perk that yeah, <laughs> long your hair is long. So to have mm-hmm. was it that long when you had it? That it was, surgery? No. It, well, it was about about two inches shorter. Okay. And I've gotten it trimmed too. I got it yeah. trimmed several times because not well, only did I have out. to have yeah. part of it shaved, but there got a knot in it during surgery, like. The hair that was left got in a knot, and we your surgeon wasn't a female, was it? No, they don't know. No, just exactly, (laughs) exactly. So we had to cut out a bunch of hair. So, um, so I had to get it all kind of trimmed up. Yeah. uh, So, but it's grown. It's two inches longer now. Wow. uh, Yeah, it looks great. They grew out. I told you your hair looked great when you walked in today, but (laughs) thank you. Um. So yeah, and that's really what made me say, hey. I, I've already believed in this company. I want to share this company. Yeah, you, you know, know it's had done a story of your transformation. Right, it's done so much for me. And so that's when I went into promoting the products uh, for the company. Um, and it was only after that that I learned about the other, other supplements, yeah. such as the probiotic and the digestive enzymes uh, that have made such a world of difference for 
the rest of my health. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so what did the, that next step look like? You started taking these new products and and then promoting them. So, where is your health at this point? You know, your hair is grown is growing back, growing and up. you're feeling better. You're sleeping through the night. So, where are you with that weight loss part of the journey? So, the weight loss part of the journey, I have now lost about 13 pounds. Okay. Which you know, I'd love to say I've lost everything, but um, but really, I didn't start. I started the gut health, really worrying about my gut health probably six to nine months ago okay. on a more consistent basis. And so um, I feel like that's pretty good for me and I haven't been exercising as much in the last three months. <laughs> so You're walking the dogs. I am walking the dogs. <laughs> um, not every single day though. So, um, but it's been helping me and I'm looking for, I'm going to, I made a commitment yesterday. I'm going to be more consistent with my exercise yeah. regime. And I am, I listened to, I think, it was, I think it was you that was talking about not going, not going hog wild. Probably. I think you were talking about Disney, <laughs> but I was like, for the holidays. Yeah. For the holidays. Yeah. I'm going to treat my holidays like Disney. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I want to share with everybody the ways that you can have your your fitness your fun your food and you know we're so busy and that's whether you are vacationing or you're just the busy run around mom like we we don't ever have time right so we have to figure out how can we make time and how can we find the right foods that can still have a little bit of a fun element to it right you know so right it's so important you got to so. find you know I don't know if we ever reach a balance, but I think we're always striving for that perfect, you know, pendulum swing, right? Yes, definitely. <laughs> so that's, that is my, I've made some commitments and that is, uh, I'm going to get back on this and I'm going to lose the rest of that weight. I really, honestly, as long as I'm getting muscle, mm -hmm. I probably won't lose all of the, and I don't need to lose but all of the weight. But your body composition will right. change. But if my body feel better. Yeah. So I'd like to lose a few more pounds, but more importantly, I want to get those muscles stronger. And, yeah. Uh, Lose just curls with the milk jugs, you know. Yeah. I mean, a yeah. milk jug, can, a gallon, and can weigh about ten pounds. So, um, yeah, yeah, which is why it hurts so bad. <laughs> but it doesn't anymore, so I can do it. Good. There you yes. go. There you go. All right. So I want to kind of backtrack a little bit. I'm curious as to how your how this you know two-year period of time how did this surgery affect your family how how were they there as far as the support did they understand what was going on I mean that I know is just as much of a stress and a commitment for the family as it is for you in a different way well my sweet husband I think that night that I that I started um, just feeling so bad. It was our 16th anniversary. Oh, and congratulations. So you're what, 18, 18 now. Wow. Yeah. So he, he said he thought after I went to bed, he was like, well, we had good a good 16 years. I guess the rest is for worse. <laughs> Better or worse, we are here. <laughs> um, you know, but how blessed I am to have a husband who just says that and you know it's just like that's life hey, that's part of life and we're gonna make it through no yeah. matter what happens yes yes yeah. uh my children uh now they go they're, they're so funny now they're like uh oh mom you use brain surgery as an excuse all the time <laughs> excuses excuses <laughs> oh my gosh i guess it only works for so long right i don't know right? how long do you get 
<laughs> well, I just, I figured, I just made y'all so comfortable and didn't make y'all fear that that's why you're like this. Yes, <laughs> I did yes. such a good job prior to uh -huh. surgery. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so they've been very supportive. I, um, I don't seem to multitask. I don't feel like I multitask as well. Mm -hmm. uh, it's multitasking can stress me out, or it just leaves me a little sure uh, flabbergasted. But um, but really, otherwise, it's it's progressing very well. And my family's been very supportive. My parents, when I was at my sickest, my family, you know, kids would go off to school, and my husband would go off to work, and my parents would have to show up to take care of me the rest of the day. Yeah, they would clean our my, our house for us, cook my cook my meals and um, just have it so it was in it was ready for Brian to come back home when he came home from work. Oh, yes. it's so fortunate that you had, you know, the family in place to just be here Very for fortunate. you, you know, during that time. Yes, they had just moved from from Wisconsin down back to to Shreveport to live near us um, like a year and a half before. Oh wow. So um very fortunate that they were here, that they mm -hmm. could take the girls where they needed where they needed to go and I didn't yeah. have to go with them. I didn't I, my mom wouldn't let me drive, you know, and for I was, good reason. For good reason. I was like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'll let you take that one. <laughs> exactly. Especially when I started having blackouts for the with the eyes yes. and stuff. Oh, I was my like, gosh. Yeah, I'm scared to drive. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> but, gosh. Um, so I've had very good, very good support system. I had friends bringing us meals once they found out mm -hmm. what was going on. They were bringing us meals in the evenings, and I can't say enough. I know we dog on social media, but Facebook was truly. I mean, I had hundreds of friends who were praying for me, who were giving me advice and just problem solving with me and just encouraging me too. And so I, I don't know that I could have done it all without them as well. Probably not. And, and mm -hmm. I say that being, we need help. And right. it's, sometimes it's really hard to ask for it. And so it's really great that we have things like social media in these instances, while they can be overwhelming, they are a world of warmth when, right. you know, you do need something. Right. So even those little hearts and likes and everything else yeah. would warm my heart. And um, it just meant a lot to me yeah. in those days. So and still does. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, and then we see all your posts all the time, whether it's through our, our group or just your post um, to your personal page. But you mentioned um, brain training um, and brain games and things like yes. that. So what are you doing now that is still helping you to move forward through, you know, all of the, right. I don't even know what yeah. I want to call it here, Just brain games. Right. <laughs> well, you know, being sick, and it's not necessarily that the hydrocephalus did this, but I didn't use my brain. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't mm -hmm. doing a lot because I was so sick. And so um, my brain just needs to a jump start. Be stimulated and, again. Right, stimulated yeah. again. And a lot of a lot of us ladies going through middle life, and I know you're not there yet, but middle <laughs> age, um, and that's when your brain starts trying to slow down, and so you have to you have to do a little more to keep it up. Mm -hmm. And so um, I've been working with Donisa at Learning RX. Okay. And she has um, once a month she has opportunities for ladies to come and do you play games. Mm -hmm. I mean it's it's games that you're playing, and it works your brain so that it. It gets better processing and better problem solving. I also have an app on my phone called, uh, I think it's Luminosity. I've, my, I think my mom used that one when my sister was going through, um, through her, her brain cancer treatment. 
Yes, um, because she, they couldn't do much, but it was like a daily thing. They would sit down and they would work through these brain games. Yeah, yeah. five games. It can take fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and they're really good. I went ahead and paid for the subscription because it tracks your progress and all of oh, that. Oh, that's cool. And it's probably helpful to show, like, yeah. on doctor's visits and things like that. Right, you know? right. Um, so those are the two big things. Uh, Donnie says, uh, suggested several games I can buy. To, and she also said that for my auditory, because auditory is a little bit weak for me now, um, to listen to audiobooks. Oh, well, that's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to podcasts and audiobooks. I was like, perfect. Good thing that's trendy. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so there's there's easy ways to train your brain to get your brain more active, and it's just finding out what what's good for you and what's mm. good for your brain, um, and what simple fixes you can do. Simple. Yeah, I love that. So do you have any recommendations for our listeners today or maybe a couple different podcasts that you enjoy that you find um, kind of helping you progress? Danny Phillips. Oh, but, okay, other than that, <laughs> of course I do recommend you subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> yes. But um, any other ones that... I haven't done that homework yet. <laughs> okay, I'll send you some. There we go. <laughs> yes, you share with me. Um, yeah, I guess I... I listen to a lot of like personal development podcasts or some about the fitness and health industry just because I like learning about that nutrition and whatnot too. And it's, some of them are sciencey and some of them are not. Mm-hmm. Um, Shailene Johnson, I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's really big in the fitness and health industry, but she also has like a personal development podcast. Um, it's called The Shailene Show. So I would highly recommend that you check that out if, oh, great. if you're looking. She posts like yeah. three podcast episodes a week um, okay. and they're great. They're, I love them. Some of them do pertain to me and some of them don't, mm-hmm. but... It's great. I would recommend hers highly. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you a list of some more. I have a couple of audiobooks that I'm that I'm planning to get, and I have one I'm listening to. Uh, but don't ask me the names. Of... No. <laughs> My memory isn't quite back. Okay. <laughs> I never really had a good memory to begin with, so I'm working on that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I don't remember the books that I'm that I'm looking to get at the moment. I have them written down at home. But... Do you have the like an Audible app or something like that? I'm gonna get my subscription back up, but yes, okay. <laughs> I do that because it, it, you know, it's got the monthly reoccurring payment. Mm-hmm. So I'll sometimes I'll listen to a few books in a month, and then sometimes I'll forget about it for a month or two, and then I look back and I say, oh, I have four credits. I guess I should buy some books and schedule it in. Yes. <laughs> well, and I thought that would be a good way for me to mm-hmm. definitely utilize the audiobooks. Yeah. Is to is to get that subscription. Well, they're they're back a great up. way to do that whole multitasking thing, mm-hmm. which is an interesting topic in itself because I have found that I used to really pride myself on being able to do so many things at once and be a great multitasker. And as I have grown through different self development and personal development things this past probably about two years or so, um, I've kind of gotten to a place and heard from enough people that. We never really multitask. We just stop what we're doing and switch back and forth between different tasks, but we try to do it faster. But in doing so, we often end up slowing down our total results instead of just sitting down and focusing on one task at a time. So um, we might be onto something with trying to stop the multitasking and just focus on one thing at a time. Right, right. It's just... That's, I've got to get better at, I want to get better at that. Yeah, it's, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Figuring that out and claiming it. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, I want to touch on something real quickly. We're kind of ending, or coming to a close on our time today, but 
I would love for you to talk about how your journey has gotten you into uh, Polka Dot Powerhouse that we touched on at the very beginning of this podcast. And then I'm super interested about that question we talked about at the beginning of of your your generosity and you said you hadn't always been that way um, so I'm just curious if you want to touch on that and uh um okay so <laughs> which one first let's touch on the generosity okay. first yeah. so generosity I you know I grew up um my dad was this was a social worker for the state okay so we didn't have and we're a single income family we didn't mm-hmm. have a whole lot of money so when times are tough you kind of just feel like you're always trying to scrape by and you're trying to get as much and it's just a lot harder to be generous i guess when Mm. you feel like you're just making ends meet yeah it is um and so i had that i guess scarcity mindset Mm -hmm. for a lot for a lot of my a lot of my life yeah uh, growing up and um and at the same time, loved to give. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's why I like a good sale. Yeah. <laughs> well, because my mom loves to be, my mom loves to give and loves to be generous. And so. She's a gift giver. Of she her is. language. It yeah. is. My mom it is too. Is. And, um, and so just, but always being, being worried about money, you know, so mm-hmm. it just didn't play well. It's hard when you want to give, 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 but then you don't have as much to give as you want to give. Right. And, <laughs> and you have that scarcity mindset and. Um, one of the things in in going through schooling is just and going uh, getting out on my own was wanting to really live into that abundant mm-hmm. mentality. And um, I'm lucky enough to be married to a man who that's one of his gifts is generosity. Aww. And so he it's it's not something that he you know struggles with. He's just mm-hmm. generous. He gives. He um, you know it's not. He doesn't worry about money. He makes sure it's there and all that, mm-hmm. but uh, but he doesn't worry about it. Like, I still sometimes struggle. Right. We stress over that. You know, <laughs> old habits die hard, and you they can do. move beyond, and then something sets you back, and you go, oh, it's oh, still there. <laughs> yes. Yes. I totally understand so, that. It's hard to get past those, and yeah. it's like you got to find that right habit, and, and I think that's a big part of why I have enjoyed the self-development podcast and things like that because I've noticed that I constantly need to be stimulated with that different thought process and that abundance versus the scarcity. But the scarcity creeps back in really quickly if I don't keep pouring in with the abundance. Right. And that actually leads us perfectly into a polka dot because one of awesome. the one of our real values is and and mindsets is the abundance mindset. And um, there's always enough. And mm-hmm. um, talking about friendships, we can always have, you know, friendships, there's always enough women. Uh, there's always enough relationships to build. And, um, and, you know, that we are about living life to the fullest. Yeah. And that is, and we do that best if we're in relationships with other women. Positive, mm-hmm. healthy relationships. And that is what I have loved is that there is such an atmosphere that's intentionally created around, hey, we're here to build relationships. We're not here to network and we're not here to do business, though it's a side effect. Mm-hmm. We're here to have this community and get to know each other. And I love that. And it's there's a tone and a standard that is set every time. And it is very, it's such a good peace of mind. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And when I heard about Polka Dot, um, 
I was like, that is the kind of community I want to be part of and I want here in Shreveport. And I will do whatever it takes to get it here. And um, it was so and you glad. have. So glad other women agreed yeah. <laughs> and, um, and helped bring it to Shreveport. And um, I have just loved getting to know so many women from uh, from the Shreveport Bossier area. Uh, mm. It's just amazing women, uh, just professional, action oriented, positive women uh, that uh, I would not have otherwise known. And yeah, just, I agree. I mean, it's hard to meet people when you sit at home and stress about meeting people. Right. <laughs> you right. <know? laughs> um, you have. You literally have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation um, to to become more comfortable. Yes. Yes, so. and it's so much fun to watch uh, women who said, I don't talk in public, and get they up do and now. They, they do now, <laughs> and, and you know, and the, it, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And so how has the community that you have built, how has that changed your health? How has having those relationships advanced your health? I mean, I... Sorry, that was a curveball. That was <laughs> not on the list. <laughs> no, that's all right. Uh, I, I mean, anytime you're in relationships with somebody, you get built up. And so, I mean, I've met so many women that have helped me. I mean, you know, meeting you and just learning from other women. Um, Donessa, uh, Donisa, I'm sorry, Donisa. <laughs> Donisa, um, you know, with Learning Rx, I never would have met her. I never would have gone to Learning Rx you know, before this, uh, before meeting her, uh, you know, just so many, and I'm, she's the one that comes to mind right yeah, now. There's, yeah. I mean, well, that's I what say, you're currently going through. Right. So that's what you're learning. So. I could say 55 um, other yeah. women, you know, right. that, that, uh, that are part of polka dot that have influenced me and affected my health, have affected my, uh, my mindset, mm -hmm. um, have brought me joy, you know, uh, just, just, Getting, seeing us all there and knowing other women are looking for the same things I'm looking for, that's encouraging. You know, even watching other women build relationships yeah. with other with Knowing other women. that you're not alone yes. in what you're searching for. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, that has, that's, I think just that joy that, that comes from those relationships um, really has helped me a lot. Given me, given me a community. Yes. Yes, I agree. I totally agree because it's done the same for me. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's scary sometimes, almost every time that you're like, you, you think that giving a 60-second introduction is so simple, but still, when the table turns to you, you're like, okay, I got to get up and say this. Can I remember my own name? What do I do? Oh, my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, I love that. So awesome. Um, all right. So I'm going to ask a last question or second to last question before we kind of close okay. out and wrap things up. But um, where can people find you, follow you, connect with you um, if they want to hear more about your message and your story? You're still, you've come so far and you're still continuing on this journey of, you know, empowerment and and recovery a little bit and yes. you know working on yourself where where can people connect with you uh, well I'm on Facebook and Instagram Lisa Lucas Turnbull and um, find me there and uh, would love can use messenger message me I use messenger a lot <laughs> so that's a great mm -hmm. way to get in touch with me uh, through Facebook um, but yeah Instagram and Facebook are probably the two best ways I'm on LinkedIn as well uh, I don't check it quite as often though. I don't I think the last time I checked my LinkedIn was in college when I had to create a LinkedIn profile. <laughs> so yeah, so we uh, I'm, I'm there. Um 
and would love to love to share with you. We have a sale going on right now with Modair, the 15 okay. days of Christmas. I love a good sale. There I've already go. participated. Hey. Um, <laughs> but if you know, if you're listening to this in the first uh, 15 days, 16 days of December, uh, we've got a sale going on, and I also have a $10 off code I can give you oh. for your first order. In addition there to that, go. those sales. So, so if you love a good sale, <laughs> and um, these products sound like there's something right up your alley, um, and if it's you've this story is resonating with you and you're looking for that next step then maybe this is your next step yeah. and you you might not know until you try right you know I, you know I it's really it's about trying to fi figure out what works and just keeping on trying until you figure it out and that was that's the biggest thing I learned through this process is resiliency you, resiliency yeah. you've got to be proactive about your own health if you don't have your health you're no good to anybody else I mean, you're still Amen. alive, yeah. but, but you're no, you don't get to do what you want to do yes. if you aren't healthy. And, um, and so you just, you got to do what it takes. And, you know, if it means trying five different products, it means trying five different products. If it means f trying 30 different products, yeah. you know, try 30 different products until you figure it out. You are um, speaking to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I was typing something. I was typing up a story earlier this morning and I was in my brain. I was, I was talking to myself about like, well, why was this important? And I went through these things and they didn't work. And then I related it to Thomas Edison, which I love to relate to Thomas Edison. It's, you know, he didn't find, he didn't fail 2,000 times before he invented the light bulb. He found 2,000 ways that didn't work. Yes. And sometimes it might take you 2,000 different products, 2,000 different avenues, 2,000 different steps in different directions before something sticks. Mm -hmm. So I love mm -hmm. that you shared your story and the struggle and the different things that you had to do, yes. you know, months and months and months. It didn't happen overnight um, other than you know not fitting your clothes yeah getting weight <laughs> did happen overnight for me but but that's okay losing weight's know. a longer journey right that's okay yeah but it's okay it's a journey but you're beautiful and you are on your way to you know better you know, things every day and that's part of the journey is saying I'm beautiful regardless of the weight you know I'm beautiful regardless of the, whatever it is is learning to claim this is this is good, mm -hmm. um, regardless of where where it's at, and finding the good in that. Definitely. And that's been part of a beautiful part of the journey as well. Oh, and that's and you're not you're saying it as in you know, not like hey I'm good I'm I'm settled right here you're I'm good where I am and I'm I'm good to continue moving forward too like there's mm -hmm. always progress to be made so right. I love that such a good message. Okay, so last question. Um, this podcast is all about providing the resources for people to move forward with their fitness, food, and travel and travel again in this case not necessarily meaning vacation but meaning the busy hectic schedules that we run through daily. So what is one piece of actionable advice that you could offer our audience today that they can go take action on immediately and implement into their life to improve their overall health? One? I, well, and I know you've covered a lot of these <laughs> okay. nuggets already, but if you had to choose one, whether you've said it or not already. Relish in life. Ooh, okay. I'd say love Find something to love about whatever it, whatever you're going through, whatever you're doing, whatever you're around, whoever you're with, um, and make the most of it. Make the best of it, whether that's figuring out whether that's your health, being loving it, and at the same time finding something better for it. Being proactive uh, with your health, being proactive with your relationships, being proactive with um, with your mindset. Um, but it takes 
first relishing in who you are and what you want to be uh, in order to, to really have that strength to be proactive. So good. So good. So you have to like love yourself internally. It has to come from within. The yes. intentions have to come from within and not be some external, you know, right. source on you. Right. That is beautiful. Well, Lisa, thank you so much. This was so good. And I told you before we started that we probably wouldn't be able to stick to script. And I think we've asked like two questions on this script. So <laughs> right. um, this was amazing. Um, thank you for sharing your story and being vulnerable and allowing people to have some hope from what you've been through. Um, they will be able to take that and apply it to what they're going through so thank you well thank you Danny for having me I appreciate it and I've loved sharing oh you're so welcome all right ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for being here with us today if you love this episode and you want to make sure that this reaches tons of people thousands of people then please make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast and that you share it on social media with a friend or somebody else who needs to hear it and um, other than that thank you so much and we'll talk to you next time bye y'all Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. If you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey, then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message. This podcast is available via iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor, which shares to a multitude of other platforms, so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most. And if you really, truly do enjoy this content, then please do me another favor and go over to iTunes. Give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review, and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible. So thank you in advance for that. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.